Today's New Testament reading is from 1 Peter, the second chapter. So put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. So the honor is for you who believe. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble because they disobey the word as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, But now you have received mercy. Beloved, I urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul. Keep your conduct among the Gentiles honorable, so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. This is the word of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Whether or not you're a Christian, everyone deals with trials and hardships, and sometimes the ones we struggle with the most are those trials and hardships that come as a result of other people's choices and actions. However, as Christians, we are able to respond to all trials and hardships, especially those that come as a result of other people's choices and actions, in a unique way that shares the forgiveness of Christ, testifies to the gospel and hope of eternal life that we have in Christ, and gives praise and glory to God. That's not to say such a response is easy, or even that we're capable of such a response apart from the Holy Spirit, but that's what makes it all the more special. We read from Peter's first epistle, and it's really a very straightforward sermon itself. Peter begins in chapter 1 by reminding us of the amazing and eternal gift we have in Christ, saying, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because according to His great mercy, He has caused us to be born again through water and the Word to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and to an inheritance of eternal life when we also are raised on the last day. In this hope and promise, we rejoice, even if, right now, for a little while, we have been grieved by various trials in our lives. Peter then reminds us that when others see this great hope in the midst of trials, it's a sign to them that we're not crazy or faking it, but that on the cross, by grace, and in us right now, by faith, God is really doing something special. Peter says, 
if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Peter reminds us that we were all brought to faith the same way. Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice. Because whether it's the writings of apostles, evangelists, or the Old Testament prophets, they are their witness, inspired by the Holy Spirit, to the salvation of Christ. And those scriptures are brought to us, even through trial and hardships. So then, Peter tells us that as Christians, we should not be surprised or discouraged when trials and hardships come our way, but instead, Peter says, Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Peter doesn't say it's going to be easy. Enduring trials and hardships, whether it's natural disasters, cancer, or the death of a loved one, can be soul-crushing. That's why Peter tells us to prepare for them and spend so much time reminding us of where our hope truly is, in Christ Jesus. Yet the most difficult trials of all are the ones that come as a result of other people who hurt us or our loved ones. I do want to be clear that if you're in an abusive situation, you should get out and get help. And I want to be clear that forgiving someone for hurting you doesn't mean that what they did was okay or that it magically stops hurting. Yet Peter reminds us in these things to turn away from the passions of our flesh, in this case the desire for revenge, malice or envy or slander, but rather in those times to seek out the pure spiritual milk, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he tells us this not just for the sake of making a witness, but because nursing on the hope of the gospel is the only place we will find comfort. Indeed, Jesus himself endured most of all the trials and hardships which came at the hands of other people, even those who professed to love him even the wrath of his own father. And Peter says, As you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, but in the sight of God chosen and precious, you yourselves, like living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. And about Jesus, Peter says, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. So blessed are you, brothers and sisters, even when you endure trial and hardship, even when you endure persecution and evil, especially for the sake of the gospel. You are blessed because Christ Jesus has died on the cross for your sins and risen from the dead, granting you the sure and certain hope of your resurrection from the dead and eternal life with Christ and all the saints. Blessed are you, for in your trials, hardships, and persecutions, Christ Jesus has joined you, enduring them himself, and is even now with you. Blessed are you, for the Holy Spirit lives within you, so that such trials do not prove to God your faithfulness, but prove to you God's faithfulness, never to abandon or forsake you, and that maybe, just maybe, some poor miserable sinner might see the grace and hope in which you now live and be brought to faith and life as well, in Christ Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, now and always. Amen.